Welcome to episode number 17. Our microphone quality sounds so much better. Dustin Stortzum, alongside 2019 GM of the Year, the Peer Trappers and future Expedition League Hall of Famer, Jackson Bruce, is in studio and we are together once again, my friend. Yes, we are. Got the cowboy hats on. He's got mm-hmm. the bush light. You're looking good. You're looking like a cowboy. You kind of look like me now. I, I I strive every day to look <laughs> as cowboy as you. I got the Bud Light Seltzy hat on. Gosh. Dub. Oh, man. Dub, these hats are awesome. I love these, these hats. These are our new recording hats. And you got aviators on in studio. So this is my new look, I've decided. Oh, okay. Um, I've, you know, I've been away for a while, been away for what a month, close yeah, to a month. Being a celebrity down in Silver Creek, Nebraska. Yeah, and I really took on the persona of the aviators um, from the Buckle. Two for twenty-five, by the way. At the Buckle. Yeah, I don't know if there's Buckle up here in South Dakota. There is. is. There? Uh, yeah, Aberdeen got one really? in their in their mall. Well, so I'm a big Buckle guy. Big Buckle. And uh, yeah, I got these on sale. So I'm rocking them. It's my new persona. It's my new look. Everywhere I go, I've got the aviators on. And I have them on in studio right now with the cowboy hat. So It's good to have you back in the studio. We're back. We're back together. And we couldn't be happier. Couldn't. Honestly, some are saying. Some are saying. Sources are saying. (laughs) You want to get into it? Yeah. All right. Let's get going on some buzzwords. First, we've got some beef in college football. We got Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban going at it. Jimbo Fisher is the head coach of Texas A&M, and Nick Saban is obviously the head coach of Alabama. Everyone knows them. Well, at least Nick Saban. And uh, they kind of took shots at each other in a contentious back and forth. Uh, We'll start with Nick Saban's quote. It said, I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name, image, likeness. We didn't buy one player, all right? But I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. It's tough. And so Saban's calling out Jimbo. And then Jimbo responds, some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his deal. You may find out a lot of things you didn't want to know. We build him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. It's despicable. Dustin, I need your buzzword for this beef. It's absurd, dude. It's absurd. Um, listen, I'm not the biggest Nick Saban guy, but you cannot discredit what he has done just about everywhere he's been, right? I mean, the guy has just had success. He's found a way to turn things around. Even when he was in the NFL, he wasn't horrible, you know? Um, it's absurd to me. There, the the NCAA has been corrupt since day one. Oh, All yeah. right, I'm calling them out right now on the podcast. For those of you who are just oblivious to life, the NCAA has been corrupt since the very beginning. And uh, it's not just corrupt with the top-tier teams. You know, Nebraska's corrupt as well. So. They used to be a top-tier team, and that's, <laughs> they why, they, that's why they well, were a top-tier team. Tom Osborne was doing all kinds of illegal NIL stuff. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but with domestic violence cases, with... Oh, things get swept under the rug all the time. Oh, yeah. The NCAA will only make a big deal out of it if it's not going to hurt their reputation. Yep. So, like, the Penn State thing is shocking that that ever even came out with with the NCAA. They they had Joe Paterno, who was the golden boy of college football uh, coaching. Everyone loves Joe Pa, everything, and then it comes out with all this big thing at Penn State that he knew about it, and it's just shocking that the NCAA even put that out there. The right. NCAA covers up a lot, a lot of stuff. And so now it's it, it's not as corrupt anymore when it comes to NIL stuff because the players finally got their way and they got to be able to uh, make money on their likeness. So, you know, I'm glad that that's happening. NCAA did not want it to happen. They did not want these guys to get paid. They couldn't even get Taco Bell from a coach because that was considered an illegal <laughs> right. benefit. So I, I agree. The NCAA stinks. How do you how do you like the new NIL, the, the new shape of college football where players can transfer and players are getting $3 million NIL deals and this and that? How do you feel about it? Do you like it? Do you I not know. like it? I love it. You I do. think it's awesome. I mean, they're not getting paid to play football. They're getting paid like anybody else should be able to with their likeness. That's the key. These uh, 
for the most part, NIL deals are from businesses who are um, sponsoring these athletes and endorsing these athletes, paying these athletes to endorse their product. So I think that that's awesome because these athletes, they should be able to make money on their likeness. They're good at what they do. The, the university pays them through scholarship, and that's fair. But they should be able to, outside of their sport and outside of the university, make their money how they want to make their money through their likeness. They should be able to sign autographs for money. They should be able to, you know, these smaller schools like Chattanooga, and if there's a lawn mowing or landscaping service that needs some boost, they should be able to get paid to boost that landscaping service type thing. I, th- I think the problem we run into with NIL is you're going to have colleges like um, Oregon State, Washington State, Rutgers, um, Colorado and your G5 schools that aren't going to have businesses that can just throw $3 million at an athlete like um, Texas, Nebraska, Alabama, the SEC, where these NIL deals are getting up over $3 million. You know, they throw USC in that right now. Yep. USC is just throwing, I mean, NIL deals are going around. I know it's not the school doing it, right? but the school is setting them up with the opportunities Do you think for the integrity of the sports and for um, competitive fairness that there should be a certain, okay, you can only be offered this much from NIL deals or a school only can receive this much from NIL deals in order to uh, make things fair? Because I like it. I love that players are getting paid. I think they should be able to get paid. But my problem now is you're going to have USC, Alabama, um, Michigan, Ohio State, pretty much most of the SEC that are going to get all these good players. What happens to the rest of these smaller schools who are Power Five or even G Five schools like Cincinnati, uh, Boise State, Colorado State that aren't going to be able to offer those same NIL deals that Alabama can do? I think that that's kind of irrelevant. A lot of it. I, I get your point, but my thing is like these are private businesses who want to spend their money a certain way. So I think they should be able to spend their money in whatever way they choose. Um, but, and we got to remember though, I'm talking, those are smaller scale deals. There's NIL deals being signed by Coca-Cola and Buffalo Wild Wings and big corporations who might sign a stud from Colorado or might sign a stud from Cincinnati, just depending on how their marketability. So I think the NIL is great. Uh, it just depends on how passionate your fans and boosters are. Because you know Tuscaloosa, Alabama, there's going to be a car dealership that wants a guy like Mac Jones or Tua Tagovailoa. You know, there's, there's always going to be that. But there will be in those other towns like Wazoo in Washington State and everything like that who will want a Washington State athlete to latch on to him. So I think it's... It's really up to the businesses, and um, yeah, there's going to be better deals elsewhere. But UCLA, there's Los Angeles. There's so many opportunities at UCLA. Uh, they're not always that good, but there's plenty of opportunity. Now, my buzzword for this is hot. Hot. It has nothing to do with the NIL deals. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got, I kind of got off track, but it that's just... It has nothing to do with the NIL deals, why I think this is hot. It's steamy. I love when people go after Nick Saban. Because this is the thing, Nick Saban, there's no doubt about it, is one of the greatest coaches of all time. But Jimbo's right. He's got a God complex on him. But there's one thing Nick Saban can't do, and that's coaching the NFL. He stinks at coaching in the NFL. So I'm glad Jimbo's calling him out. And you know what, Nick? So what? These guys at College Station, they can get these guys NIL deals? They're buying up their championships? Don't act like you weren't buying championships before the NIL deals were coming in. I'm with you there. Nick Saban's being a fraud over this. Oh, a fraud whoa. over this. Because he knows he's been slipping 100K deals under the table <laughs> for decades. Get out of here, Nick Saban. Some guy who, who went to USC, he said the only schools that did not offer him money, like the, before all this, was Pac-12 schools. Oregon, Oregon probably can get a heck of an NIL deal with Nike. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that Phil Knight's going to be tossing a little cash <laughs> over that way. Oh, yeah, I like that, though. I like that. Good for Oregon, guys. But I think we should uh, move on. I think we got a good, interesting story next. Yeah, we do. Let's take a listen uh, to one of our sponsors of the podcast today. This part of the show is brought to you by <coughs> Monkey Pox. <coughs> Holy crap. Here we go again. Jackson Bruce, here we go again. Mm-hmm. A new, uh, it's not new, but a no. uh, 
a virus, a rare virus is going around, not only the United States now, but also uh, multiple different countries. Uh, the monkeypox, if you haven't heard of it. Well, it could have stemmed from sexual activity at raves in Europe, according to the WHO. World Health Organization. Oh, I thought the who? I thought, I thought it was the They were doing a raise. Um, apparently, uh, the unusual spread could have uh, originated from sexual encounters at recent gatherings in Belgium and Spain. Uh, they said, we know monkeypox can spread when there is close contact uh, between two people who are infected. Uh, basically, they were grinding. They were, cry- they were getting it on. <laughs> you know, Chuck came in the studio today and said that there was a few people from Jamaica that were here. And they said that the partying here is a lot different than down there in Jamaica because there's just so much bumping and grinding oh, down there. Okay. You're not getting a whole lot of bumping and grinding in Pierce, South Dakota. <laughs> but uh, no. but no, so basically, um, from, from my understanding, uh, there are vaccines for this. There are mm-hmm. treatments for this. And so maybe we don't have to worry about monkeypox spreading as fast as COVID-19 and all its variants. So my question, or my not my question, but what's what's your buzzword? For monkeypox. This is bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. This is bananas. This monkeypox thing is so funny because, one, it's called the monkeypox. But in a, when the leading advisor says it was developed countries at, as a, um, an unprecedented outbreak of monkeypox in developed countries as a random event that might be explained by sexual behavior, like, <laughs> you know, people, people got to be more careful. You got to be careful. When you get in close contact at these raves, you know, you're, you're up on Molly, you're chilling, <laughs> you're, you want to touch everybody and everything, but you can't be spreading monkeypox, man. It's bananas what's going on in this world right now. <laughs> They're going on. <laughs> They're going on lockdown in Belgium. They're going on lockdown. Yeah, I'm not this. joking. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> quit, <laughs> quit bumping uglies like just quit the spread stopping the spread of covid is harder than stopping the spread of monkeypox <laughs> and just quit doing what you're doing sit at home keep it in your pants my, my buzzword spread them by the way <laughs> keep keep it in your pants and quit spreading monkey how pox. do you expect somebody to keep it in their pants when they're hyped up on molly they're drinking they're doing they're probably having a farm party at these raves and the, you know what a rave, farm party so they're is, feeling right. the energy. You right, know. you got the vibes. Yep, you, you get the energy ball and you pass it. <laughs> like, like you said, you're wanting to touch everything. Everyone's wanting to touch you. How are you supposed to stop the spread of monkeypox? Not fun. You can't. Fun and monkeypox are in the same sentence. You can't leave them two out. I guess. I, I guess it's. I guess it's impossible it's to impossible. have fun without spreading monkeypox. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess. Um, so, everybody, so just to let you guys know, um, if as a PSA, if you are going to go to a rave, uh, you should get yourself tested for monkeypox. I can't wait until... Because you can't control yourself, apparently. What if we give each other monkeypox? That'd be awkward. I don't like that. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Our third story today. Pete Davidson, uh, he, you know, he, he's a fan favorite for us. We love, love Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson. A lot of people don't like him. If you don't like him, you're an L. I don't care. I love Pete Davidson. Big fan. I don't like the whole, you know, initials of Kanye's kids on his neck, but teach their own. I thought he was getting his tattoos removed, and all of a sudden he just keeps <laughs> adding more. Uh, he said goodbye to SNL this weekend. Take a listen to his message. So are you officially leaving? Yeah, man. Lauren accidentally gifted me a sock, so I'm free. <laughs> And then I remember when I auditioned for SNL, he looked me right in the eye and said, I don't think you're right for this show. So let's screw this up together. And that's exactly what we did. And that's why people who don't think I deserve this job shouldn't hate me since we have so much in common. Like, if anything, I should inspire hope, you know, like that literally anyone could be on Saturday Night Live. And I appreciate SNL always having my back and allowing me to work on myself and grow. And, you know, thank you to Lauren for never giving up on me or, you know, judging me, even when, like, everyone else was. And All right, so basically he just goes on to thank the rest of the, the cast. Uh, what's, your, what's your buzzword for Pete Davidson leaving SNL? For SNL, it's sad, you know? I, for me, I don't really watch much Saturday Night Live. Uh, I watch clips. So I'm not myself sad that Pete Davidson's leaving because he's going to be around. Right. You know, but it's the end of an era. So it's sad for SNL. 
He's one of the few guys I thought was really funny on SNL. Uh, I think he's funny in real life. I love his dark humor. I I love everything when it comes to just his whole persona. He's got he's he looks like a guy like you and me, except for he's got a billion tattoos. <laughs> and uh, I just think he's so funny. I really do. Uh, his jokes about his dad are funny. Uh, they're not for everyone, and that's why nope, some people hate not. him. But I mean, the guy just his filter isn't always there, and he dates the most beautiful women. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. it's, I don't know how it happens. We all well, we do know how it happens. We've heard. There's rumors. <laughs> We've heard. Ariana Grande. He's not a. He's not it. a Greek god. We'll say that. Right. Right. He's not reserved and uh, what we call he, it. What's the? You were unhinged and uh, um, unhinged and what was the other one? Like you weren't able to control yourself. Yeah. You. You. But, yeah, you so. couldn't control your urges and stuff. Right. He cannot control his urges, according to Ariana he, Grande. Does he have the best lineup of women he's dated? Oh. I like out of anyone in the entire world you got ariana grande on there you got kim k um who else has he been with oh there's been like a few models that i couldn't like, name but i've seen them. this guy gives hope to all ugly men and he's not yeah he's ugly he's not good looking barstool sports called him butthole eyes <laughs> so yeah he's not he's not a good looking guy but at the same time like just remember uh ariana grande who's a very beautiful woman probably very high maintenance but she's a she's gorgeous and uh she dated mac miller who r.i.p one of my all-time favorite artists but mac looks like a looked like a regular guy yeah she she's not into the you know the the hunks and the uh you know the channing tatums of the world she's into the mac millers and the pete davidson's and i i give her props for that i think i think his lineup's great and now he's with kim k which i i thought that was like a joke i did too when that started coming out and but no it's true it's real. It's, it's here. It's very real. Kanye knows. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye does know. My uh, my buzzword: heavy hearted. Heavy hearted. Heavy hearted today. Yeah, I don't I don't watch a lot of SNL either, but I do enjoy listening to some of the clips that pop up and uh, and stuff like that. Um, be excited to see where he goes next if he takes you know stand up comedy even more serious than what he was before. And like you said, his dark humor is fantastic. I'm a big dark humor guy. Uh, myself and I enjoy guys like him and Dave Chappelle. Who Dave Chappelle's great. Dave Chappelle's awesome. He's awesome. Listen, I, I'm not gonna get one of these times on Goaded. We're gonna have to do the best. The comedian. Yeah, comedian. Oh, I've sure. got so many good comedians I love. And for sure. uh, uh, Dave Chappelle and Pete Davidson are there. Uh, John Mulaney's there. Burt Kreischer's there. I got so many fun ones that I like to watch. We we gotta try to get. I'd love to get Bird on the pod. Oh, oh my his goodness. podcast is fantastic. It's good. Dude. It's very good. It's really good. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to get him on. We gotta find a way to get him on. Oh, for sure. I think if we take a picture of us with our shirts off and cowboy hats on. You think he'd come on the pod? Yeah, because then we could all be shirts off. I love it. I'm with it. Let's do it. All right, let's move on to the last buzzword today. Uh, if you woke up this morning uh, and was on Barstool Sports on Twitter, you'd have seen a guy. Uh, beat the living crap out of a United Airlines worker. And it was like, I don't know if you've seen the video. I did. I did. And he swings on this man, and he connects like five times. Guy almost goes into the onto the luggage belt, but he falls over, and he's got blood gushing from one side of his head. He got smoked. Anyway, nobody knew who the guy was that beat him up until just very recently, and we found out it was former Denver Broncos cornerback Brandon Langley. And he's been charged with simple assault after getting into a fight with a United Airlines employee at the Newark Liberty International Airport, according to TMZ. Uh, Mr. Langley, nobody knows how this all started. There's two videos of it because there's one that makes it look like the airlines uh, employee started it. The other one kind of shows a little before, and it looks like uh, Langley started it. But he's the only one who got arrested. United is. Um, they've said they do not tolerate violence of any kind at our airports, blah, 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 blah. And they are investigating the situation. Langley was a third-round pick in 2017. He made 16 appearances, largely as a return specialist, and most recently he played for the CFL's Calgary Stampeders in 2022. So a bust. So a bust. I don't know. He I don't busted know. his head open, though. He busted that guy's head open, though. Ah, so I want, I want your buzzword about Brendan Langley just beating the crap out of this United Airlines Stroke, guy. baby. Just he stroked him. He did, dude. He clocked <laughs> that man. <laughs> he told, you know what? Props to the guy for getting up, though. 
Oh, because yeah. he took the shot and got up. I mean, like he went back into like the <laughs> luggage. Dude fell yeah. over. He's all bloodied up. He gets up and he tries to fight some more. And that's when Langley was like, "I'm gonna back off. I'm just gonna yeah. talk to this guy. Oh, this guy's a psycho." And also, when he got popped, his hands were like by his side. This guy's never fought before. He got all tough, pushed him a little bit, and then Langley like connected like five Damn. times on that man. That's crazy. What, what's your buzzword? Savage. Savage. Barbaric. Barbaric. Wicked. <laughs> I got three of them for you. Love it. This guy, it was a savage hit. Like, you got to see this video. He, he, I mean, there are times where in your head you see this play out when you're at the airport because, like, something's going wrong, but you never do it. Actually, there, there, is, um, there was a report that said that the confrontation started because he was using a wheelchair to, <laughs> to, um, move his, to transport his luggage when he should have been using a luggage cart. If that's the case... <laughs> Ah, that guy got put in a wheelchair, he did. bro. He did, man. See, I was, it was savage. He probably, I don't know what was said. I don't know how it escalated to that. We'll probably learn more about it later. But it, it was savage, man. I, he just absolutely pumped him. He I've did. never seen somebody get pumped like that in an airport. <laughs> Jackson, real quick, uh, and then we'll let the folks know about what's coming up. But uh, let them know how they can get involved with the outside scoop. Yeah, so we got sponsorship opportunities, folks, for the low price of $175 a month, you can be on every podcast that we do. And you'll get reads on air on the podcast with Jock Talk throughout the day on our stations, along with a commercial during the podcast. Nice 30-second spot. If that's something that interests you, you want to integrate your brand with our brand, which is a good idea, by the way. We're growing. We're growing. Give me a call, 605-224-8686, or shoot me an email, jacksonbruce at dakotaradiogroup.com. I'll hook you up with whatever you need to get this thing done and get your brand on air. Love it. Love it. When we come back, we've got Short Stack and Short Stack's son, Tony Fitness. The is Tony the Fitness from Instagram? Yes, from Instagram. The Tony Fitness. He's got over 138,000 followers building a uh, fitness journey on Instagram. We're going to talk to him. We're going to ask him some questions about his journey, and then they're both going to join us for WWYD today. That's coming up here in just a couple moments on the Outside Scoop. Welcome back to the Outside Scoop podcast, and uh, we've got the man himself, Jackson Bruce, Tony Fitness. Tony Fitness is here <laughs> in the building. Well, not in the building, but he's on Google Meets. He's on He's on our Google Meets. and uh, we, thing, thing. You know, we were thinking about guests to bring on, mm-hmm. and... Tony Fitness was right in front of my face. Sometimes what you're looking for is right in front of you. you yeah, know? yeah. you're sitting here like, oh, Tony Fitness, short stack son, we can bring him on. He's got like a billion followers on Instagram. I said, well, where, where has he been this whole time? You said right down the hall. Right down the hall at the <laughs> LA. <laughs> but uh, Tony, we're happy to have you. We appreciate you taking the time. And uh, just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, about your fitness journey, and then we'll ask you some WWID questions. And... Uh, your father, Short Stack, is also here on the line with us right now, so he'll join us uh, momentarily. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Tony, I just want to ask you, you know, give us the details about how you got into fitness, why you wanted to get into fitness, and uh, kind of your journey uh, into Instagram and social media. All right, well, to start off, I was always a really skinny growing up, and I don't know, there was... It's been a, it was a combination of a little bit of, I, I'm going to say bullying. It wasn't that bad, but it was the little things like, oh, put some meat on your bones or like kids putting their fingers like around your wrist, like little things like that. And I just wasn't really happy with what I saw in the mirror. So I guess I wanted to make a change in one of the first videos that ever really got me into working out it was this ronnie coleman greatest lifts and i don't know if you know who ronnie coleman is but he's like one of the greatest mr olympians of all time eight-time champion but yeah i got a membership to the weight room in in our town and started going all the time love that i love that uh so Tony, I'd like to say I'm sorry for bullying you. <laughs> that's, that's all right. That's all right. I'm, yeah, guessing, I, I'm guessing nobody's putting their fingers around your wrist anymore. No, I, I do get a, I get a lot of crap from my friends, but it's all right. 
So uh, now, yeah, now I feel bad because I, I coach Tony, and uh, Tony was our catcher in baseball. You, and you're we a give bully. Him, we give him crap every now and then, like, get the ball down there. You got to get it to second base, you know. But you're, you're it, t- Tony was a great catcher. I miss Tony back oh, that's there. That's awesome that you um, went out and got her done, though. That's awesome. I, I, I do love that. So uh, another question for you. So so you get into fitness. You're going to the gym. What made you start posting that content onto Instagram? I I always followed, like, the whole fitness community, and I just – asked myself the question like why why can't I do this and I wanted to do it like my my sophomore junior year and I made a promise to myself that after junior year like that summer I was gonna I was gonna start and I did and I guess I got traction like right away like you can blow up on say TikTok or YouTube but to blow up on Instagram it is I don't know a lot harder I I have no idea how I got the traction that I did, but people just, I got a lot of engagement. People loved what I was posting. So I just posted every day and I, I guess people just like to see it. Yeah. I got, I just got called out there for being a TikTok star. Yeah, you did. That was, right. that was a low right. blow by Tony fitness. Hey Tony, coming from a guy who's not a TikTok or Instagram star, do you get a lot of engagement on your posts on Instagram? Uh, yeah, on um, some posts get more engagement than others. Like, per se, the the lifting videos that I really like posting, those don't get as much traction as I would like. But the underwear pictures, those go absolutely crazy. I'll so, tell you what. Yeah, because you're, you're looking good. Banana emojis. You're looking good. Oh yeah, the banana emojis are. <laughs> they're there. So so you blow up on social media and this happened quick too. Like I remember this was it like going did. on. It, it was going on during like baseball season. And I remember being like, dude, Tony Fitness, how did you get fifty thousand followers in a couple of weeks? And he's just like, No idea, like no clue. So you're starting yeah, to you're starting to build up this following, right? And then comes um the partnerships and the the sponsors and talk to us a little bit about some of the people that you're working with. So I work with a clothing company called Fitletics Clothing, and they reached out to me in October of, I believe it was 2020. So I've been working with them for maybe, what is that, almost a year and a half now? Yeah, that's been, it's been really nice working with them. The clothes are amazing. And then I believe it was May of 2021 that Cloud Power found me. That's a supplement company. They found me and brought me onto their team. They flew me out to Florida for being with them for, say, six months or so. And all the all of us Clout Power athletes got together and had a really great time for a few days out in Florida. That's awesome. Can you get them to sponsor the pod? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, my physique is not probably worth their sending me clothes <laughs> but i mean it would be awesome oh, get them on i i think that i think we should get uh i think they need to give short stack some stuff i think so cu- oh yeah a couple scoops of that clout pre and short stack will be looking like his son <laughs> so tony's tony's clothing line that he works with is called fitletics i always told him i was going to start my own clothing line called fatletics <laughs> <laughs> Uh, short stack, I actually have a question for you. So, um, yes, you know, you're a boomer pretty much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your thought behind all this? You know, like w- when Tony Fitness starts blowing up on social media, what's what's your initial thought to uh, to all these followers and, and everything he was doing? Uh, right at first, you know, when, when Tony was blowing up, you know, I, I kind of was hanging out with you while you were blowing up, you know, on your TikTok and stuff. And it didn't think, you know, as, as a boomer, I guess, as you <laughs> call me, I, I, I thought, who cares? You know, it's, it's not such a big deal. But then Tony started blowing up and, and I started asking Tony questions and he, he'd pretty much, you know, laid out for me and, and, uh, I got to understand it a little more and, and, uh, I'm excited for him. He's, 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 he's living his dream. You got to chase the dream. The dream won't chase you. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, Tony, tell me your, 
Tell me your favorite part about all this. What do you love about it? I think my favorite part and what I love most about it is that I'm doing what I love. I think that's the most important thing. Love that. Okay, now now your uh, least favorite part about this. <laughs> oh word! I think the DMs. How if whenever I, they have like requested DMs on, on a page like mine where I can go in and I can choose whether or not I can receive the DM and I get a lot of pictures. I guess and uh-huh. that's probably my least favorite part of Jackson, that whole. Jackson, quit DMing my son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't tell Jess. <laughs> don't. Yeah, he's happily married now. He, he, yeah, he, I, those DMs stopped on April 30th. <laughs> you know, and your your girlfriend lifts too, right? I mean, I, I've seen videos of you two together. I mean, she I think she could handle it, you know, if anyone tried to to run up on you. Yeah, we've been, we've been together for about two and a half years now, but it took me about eight months just to get her to go to the gym with me all, all this time. And she the only reason she went is because I was there all the time, but she's, She's great at it. I mean, she's gotten so strong. I always knew she would. I always knew she'd be good at it. But yeah, she's been getting really strong. I I need to get her to compete in a powerlifting meet, but she says she's too nervous for that. Yeah, talk to us just a little bit about uh, about your powerlifting because now you're going to competitions, and I heard you actually placed pretty well at your first one. Yeah, it's been it's been quite the ride. Uh, I've been powerlifting for about nine months now, and the only reason I started in the first place is because I got the I got the physique that I wanted, got the look that I wanted, but I was, compared to other people on social media, I was kind of a pussy, not going to lie. <laughs> so I'm, a, I've, I'm friends with this powerlifter that used to go to Ohio State University. His name is Kyle Nowak. He uh, just recently got first place in his weight class at Collegiate Nationals. Oh, wow. But he's, he's been taking me under his wing and coaching me, and I'm still grateful to have him coaching me awesome well uh we wish you the best there with powerlifting i know you can do it you got the physique you're looking good looking i wish cut. I, I wish we had a video podcast because i'd pull up some of the we'll post them on our we'll on post, our twitter we'll, yeah we'll get you some twitter followers <laughs> yeah we've got all, all 31 I, I, I twitter, followers. twitter followers you're gonna get us followers and in return we'll get you like five more <laughs> we need to do that we need to do that gym vlog with dustin short sack and tony Yes. Yeah, I'm down. Short stack thought of a good TikTok idea. Uh-huh. Um, it's like day one when you get in the gym and you will like have a video of short stack. Then day two is me. Day three is you, Jackson. Then day four is Tony. Yo, time out. Time out. I'm like between you and short stack. All right. All right. Well, we, dude, the, you lost some weight, though. You I really, did. I lost some know? weight, but my muscles don't look as good as yours from that picture that I posted on Twitter. Uh, that's true. I look, I'm looking You're pretty looking good. You're looking cut. I was well, not, not cut like Tony Fitness, but you look you look. <laughs> better than i do well what all right so you're day two i'm day three tony's yeah. day four i like that idea i we should do it sometime we gotta we, get, we gotta all get together you gotta come down to nebraska i'll come down to silver all creek right. all right we love that let's get into our wwyd enough of tony fitness well right? more, more no, tony just, fitness <laughs> more tony <laughs> fitness but just in, a, in our world now so um if, if you're new to the podcast we do this segment called wwyd um it's what would you do and we throw out some wonky stories, and um, then we ask a question. So we're going to do that now. We've got three stories for the both of you. Short Stack's just a natural at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure Tony Fitness is going to be just as good if it's, you know, Short Stack's son. Well, we should probably ask where Short Stack's at and what he's hauling. Oh, that's a, good, that's a good point. Short Stack, real quick, where you at? What you hauling? I have no idea where the hell I'm at, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm down here in Kansas City, Missouri again. All right. All in that fluffy insulation. Home of the Royals. Home of the Royals. Home of Bobby home, Witt Jr. Home of the Missouri Big Brother Major League Baseball team. <laughs> You're about four hours. Uh, Stop it. Four hours away. Get yeah. off my back. All right. Whatever. I'm sorry. Let's get into our first story. Short Stack, thanks for telling Ooh. us where you're at, by the way. We appreciate it. We don't want you to get kidnapped or lost or anything, so we're glad we're glad you know where you're at. Dude, if, if his bowels are full, he's not getting he's you know, not I getting tried, kidnapped. I, I tried I tried to uh get sex trafficked. I walked around Walmart for like two hours in shorty shorts and tank top and nobody take me. <laughs> did they did they call the police on you? <laughs> 
No, they just thought I was one of those homeless guys again. <laughs> again. Again. This is another. Let's get into our WWYD. This first story, guys. Uh, an Amish buggy driver is charged with operating a vehicle under the influence uh, after his horse hits a deputy's car. So um, th- this horse is just going down the road. This deputy pulls up to it because it's going all over the place. Um, he realizes that this guy's passed out um, in in his buggy. There's a Bud Light empty can sitting on the floorboard of the buggy. And uh, he stops, tries to help this horse, like, get on the right track. And then the buggy hits the deputy's car. And that's when the deputy's like, all right, now I've got to charge this guy. Um, this would have been so much better if there was, like, homemade wine. Right. Oh, <laughs> Instead yeah. of Bud Light. At least he was drinking a Bud Light, not a Bush Light. Am I right, stop. fellas? Stop. I just want to point out to Jackson that even the Amish drink Bud, Bud Light. <laughs> that's exactly. They don't have the means to under. They don't have the means of the internet. They don't have the means of electricity to know what the best beer is. But we'll move on from that. <laughs> All right. So my question: We'll start. We'll start with uh, short stack. Then we'll go to Tony. Um, what would you guys do in this situation as the cop? Would you uh, Would you charge this guy? Are you letting him go? What What's the game plan here? Well, I think you know, as a horse and buggy, I think as the cop, I would walk directly in front of that horse and breathalyze at the damn horse oh. the damn cop car okay <laughs> how are you gonna cuff the horse I mean, if he's if it's hammered i i guess you, they got they got hobbles for horses <laughs> hobbles for horses <laughs> that sounds like up. a charity event <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're limping hobbles, for horses hobbles for horses i don't know i think you know being me being me and if i was a cop you know, I'd, I'd unhook the horses. The, the the guy's passed out, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's out. I think I'd unhook the horses, and I'd hook that buggy up to my cruiser, and we're going to wake him up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start swerving. <laughs> I like that. Tony, what about you? So I'm saying if he if he's passed out, he's knocked out cold. You just, I think he'd be okay if you just laid him to the side for a little bit. And me, I've never rode a buggy with a couple of horses before, so I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that John for a spin for a while and return it to him in a couple hours. And sure enough, he's going to be passed out. So you can just leave him a little ticket, and on the ticket, it can just say "Do better" or "Get well soon," and he'll wake up to that. <laughs> it's and, like the balloons <laughs> on the well side soon. of the road for like a deer, like a dead deer. They like tie exactly. it to the to the exactly. foot, and it says "Get well soon." <laughs> I like that. Jackson, what are you doing, man? Man, so <laughs> me, I'm going to be asking for some favors. When I lived in Youngstown, Ohio, I was around a lot of Amish people. Uh, there was Amish villages all around, or colonies. I shouldn't say villages, colonies. <laughs> and so the the colonies, they they owned an Amish market, and that was some of the best food. I would get in there, get some chicken, get some macaroni and cheese, potatoes, like everything. So good. So for me, I'm waking this guy up like, hey, you need to sign off. I need a lifetime, like, membership. You know, like in Happy Gilmore where he gets this uh, Subway for Life card? I need Amish Market for Life. And I need his 8-year-old to 10-year-old cashier hooking me up, giving me my change. I don't even have change. So he's gonna, I'm going to have my eight, this 8-, eight, 9-year-old Amish kid just scooping up chicken wings, mac and cheese for me. Cause I'm gonna, I'm making the best of this. Cause what are they gonna, what are they gonna do? They're not gonna. I mean, so you're taking advantage of children. Yeah. Damn it, That's, damn it, Ishmael. All right, it's time to go knock you're on some doors, Jackson. They're taking advantage of the ki- kids because they have religious freedom, so they don't have child labor laws. They do what they want, and I like, I like it. It instills. You like it? I like. You that. need to go knock on some doors. That's what you need to do. I like that they have these kids working, working hard. It's it, it builds gives, character. Builds character. And now I sound like the boomer. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm hopping up in that buggy with him. He mm-hmm. can stay passed out, but I know he's got some Bud Light. If he's passed out, you know there's more Bud Light. There, you know there's more alcohol in this, uh, in this buggy. I'm hopping in. The horse knows where it's going. So we're going straight to the farm, and we're partying it up, baby. We're, uh, we're getting groovy on the dance floor. We're getting some Tech 9. We're getting some 50 cent. Some gravy. Blood in the colony. <laughs> We're getting some gravy. I'm going to introduce him to some new music. Oh, and then you could show him like your service revolver. Right. And yeah. then like you can, 
What else? Your oh, gun. Also, your your, your gun. Your yeah. your uh, your night stick. I'll show. I'll pull up Victoria's Secret model uh, YouTube videos because you wait, you were, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no wait, listen wait, listen wait, to this listen to this that's the Hutterites. Oh, is it? Yeah, but they oh, I they, it was they, they watch TV one time. Oh, here. that's right. The, we were talking about that. That's yeah, the you're Victoria's right. Secret fashion well, show. Maybe they need to get into it too. I I agree. And then uh, also, and then you have the breathalyzer, so you could see how hammered you get. Love that. Big. Fan. Why didn't nobody shave his beard off? Oh, that would have been a good one. I don't know. I think that's messing with bad juju, though. Yeah, you don't want to mess with their religion. That's like what I learned in Hawaii. You don't take rocks off the island because they're meant to stay there or else you get bad luck. I think their their beard is meant to stay on their face. How many rocks you got, Jackson? <laughs> what? How many rocks did you bring home, Jackson? I, I almost brought home one, and then when we were in the uh, Uber on the way to the airport, she told me that, and I ditched the rock at the airport. <laughs> you took it off the island, off the beach. <laughs> the, I, it's still you on the well, island. You just, well kept, you just as well kept it. Nope, nope. I, I am I am very superstitious. I'm not taking that rock anywhere. He ain't, he I just got married. I can't I can't have bad luck right off the bat. Yeah. That's true. Our next WWID, fellas, um, a new study has just been uh, released, and it says that uh, hugs do not relieve stress for men. So my question for you guys, let's get a little personal here. What helps you relieve stress? Short stack. Well, even though I think that's horse crap, because no matter what this study says, Dustin, I'm still going to hug you. All right. Well, okay. Even if I don't want one? I'm going to be knocking on doors if you're doing that. Wouldn't be the first Twin River baseball coach to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, oh, man, you're going to get me kicked off this podcast, but you just, you got to be like a squirrel and get that nut. (laughs) well my question short stack is like were you stressed when tony fitness was made was i stressed <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> and then he got really stressed once uh short stack's wife found out she's pregnant Oh, right. Okay. So you relieve stress just to add more. That's right. But now look at him. Now he's an Instagram. My my biggest stress reliever is I like to I like to take the baseball team out and hit the fungo. You know, smack some infield, smack some outfield, and I think the boys can kind of tell the more I'm stressed the. The hotter them balls are coming at them in the infield. <laughs> I like that answer. That's a good answer. But by the end of the by the end of the practice, I feel good. You know, I just took it out on my fungo. And you get the you get the blood pumping a little bit, get the sweat pouring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling good. Tony, what about you? What what do you do to relieve stress? Well, besides going to the gym, I would I have a newfound hobby and that is walking around the pond that we have here in town, listening to some podcasts and getting some sun. Okay. Do you listen to outside scoop on these walks? I usually listen to outside scoop here in the apartment with old Timmy while we play MLB road of the show 22. Oh, Oh, he's got that kind of money. He's got, he's he's got got MLB the show show 2022 money. All right. You bet. (laughs) I know. I know what type of sponsorships he's got now. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, uh, uh, Jackson? So one time, it was 2020. I was the GM of the Trappers at the time, and uh, the COVID thing was just pushing our season back, pushing our season back, and it, I was just getting stressed out. I didn't know what, what the future held. And one day I was just I was torqued off, and uh, I just was like, I'm, I need to get outside and do something. So I said, hey, Jess, you want to go uh, hit some golf balls with me? She'd never swung a golf club in her life. And so we went to the driving range, and, uh, oh, dude, I was just hitting rockets, missiles, dude. And uh, I would say that going to the driving range, having a few brews uh, at the driving range, uh, Dunes Driving Range, Dunes Golf Course, because you can see how far-ish well, that you hit it. So I, I love going to the driving range, and then I also just like going golfing with my boys, with Jess. Dustin, you and I need to go golfing uh, this summer. But golfing, hitting golf balls around, that that relieves my stress. And I don't really get 
too upset during golf because I'm usually about six deep. So relieving stress, going golfing, you know, and then I might go home, lay down on the couch, get the pants to the ankles, and just air out. Just air out. Yeah. Like short stack on an airplane. Like short get stack on back. an airplane. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, my, I'm kind of with short stack. I like being out on the baseball diamond. Uh, it was really nice to get back out there. Uh, yesterday, actually, and, and helped coach the, the juniors team to their first win of the season. Shout out to them. They they played amazing, actually. 6-3, uh, right? Yeah, it was 6-3, wasn't it, short stack? Uh, yeah, 6-3 or 7-3. Uh, I, I got the text yesterday. Yeah, short stack's uh, younger son, so the one below uh, Tony Fitness, actually pitched a phenomenal game. Like, nice. shout out, shout out Tim, uh, pitched a phenomenal game yesterday for the Twin River Juniors. Seven. Full seven innings, nine strikeouts, one walk, and gave up three runs on five hits. That's a good outing. That's a very That's a good quality outing. start. Um, Not that I looked at his stats or anything. But, <laughs> but I love being out on the baseball diamond. I also love, um, uh, you know, playing my fair share of video games. I'm a big video game guy. And uh, I also recently found the gym as well. So I've actually been going to the gym quite a bit lately and uh, I've been loving it. I've been reaching some new heights. I know I'm new to it and I know that my posture and form and everything probably sucks but uh, i love getting in there and pumping some iron now i just got to work on my diet a little bit we'll go we'll go sometime all right i need i need tony fitness i need tony fitness i need you to help me with my diet that's my biggest problem my diet right now i'll I'll show i'll show you what to make and how to make it it'll be great all right you heard it here first tony fitness gonna get me i'm down the hall i love it Let's get into our last WWYD today. Um, <laughs> these these teachers are in trouble. They're punishing their students um, by making them sit on hot pavement. This pavement was ninety five degrees, That's and uh, these That'll students toast your buns. It will. It will. And uh, the, these teachers force these students to sit on the hot pavement as a punishment. I'm not sure exactly what these students did, but uh, they uh, had to sit on ninety five degree uh, pavement. And so my question for you guys, short stack, starting with you, what would you do to punish your students if they got in trouble? Oh, what would short stack do? To, we're gonna we're gonna run foul poles. Is what we're gonna do? Oh, not the foul poles. We're running foul poles, or I don't know if it's politically correct, but we call them Indian runs. Yeah. I mean, I, that's all I ever knew him as growing up, too. It might not be politically correct, but... You know what those are, Jackson? No. So you got you, you run in a single-file line, and you're just going at a jog, but the last guy sprints to the front. And once he gets to the front, then the next last guy sprints to the front. Oh, okay. And then you, you just continue to go around the whatever... I thought that was called the human centipede. Or... The human centipede? No, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm one of those students, though, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wet my pants before I sit down. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to. Yeah, like, you gotta I, cool it down. Even when I was in uh, South Carolina, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, like I put my feet on the sand. It was hot, dude. Yeah. I had to put sandals on. It's the same way here in South yeah. Dakota. Like you, you get on the pavement, it's hot. It gets hot if you're barefoot. I don't like that. Was that? Was that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Tony, what are you doing? Well, besides the the normal detentions or whatever, I think I think embarrassing them would be pretty good. Get a big old school assembly going and have them give a give a speech out in front of the entire school because I I for sure would absolutely hate to do that. So I think that would be a little bit better than sitting on some ninety five degree concrete. Make them out flex you, Tony. Make them out flex. Makes them take of, their shirt off. Of all of their friends. You want to? You want to make kids take their shirts off? Yeah. Is that what you want, yep. Jackson? Yep. Jackson. Today is not your day. <laughs> it's just not my day. Knocking on doors later, boys. Knocking on doors later. Oh no! If it's a if it's a male student, make them out flex you, Tony. I'd love it. Next to my next to my uh, statue, my statue. Oh, you got a statue? No, it's Greek oh, statue. Last, oh, it's Greek statue. Podcast, you guys were talking about those statues. Yeah. I tune in. <laughs> Next to your statue, not your dad's. <laughs> no, no. They, would look, they would look good in front of my, my dad's statue, probably. <laughs> It'd give him a confidence boost. Uh, All right, Jackson. So I'd be really meticulous. So um, 
for me as a teacher, you know how like at the beginning of the school year you uh, introduce each other and the teachers like have you introduce yourself and say a fun fact about yourself, whatever, whatever. I would have them, <laughs> I would ask them, what is the most annoying song you can think of? And I would record every response. And then I would make them, if they, as punishment, I would have them sit out in the hallway with noise-canceling Bose headphones on, and they have to listen to that song on repeat. With their shirts off. <laughs> with their shirts off. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live that down. No. Never no. going to live that down. You're going to have to make some cupcakes for the neighbors when you stop by tonight. <laughs> my, my neighbor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock on Joe's door and be like, so apparently I've said some really bad things on outside scoop. I know you have no children, and your children are all grown, but we need to talk. Jackson. Yeah. Your neighbor your neighbor's name is Joe. He is. His name is Joe. He doesn't he doesn't wear a cotton swab over his eye, does he? No, but he's not anymore. He has an eye patch oh. now. He did tell me though, he said that he used to live in Nebraska in Silver Creek, actually. We were talking be, about it. And he said be yeah, careful. This, he said this guy, Andy, uh, was my neighbor. And uh this is his ex wife. I was wondering where the hell that sucker went. <laughs> so now you know where where he went. <laughs> Beer herself. The mystery is solved. The mystery is solved. Uh, we have now found where Cotton Eye Joe is. So <laughs> I, I'm not really gonna uh, embarrass my my students, but where where I graduated from, we have three three towns consolidated into one, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this teacher. By the way, love her to death. Great teacher, but um, she would give you a detention for chewing gum in class. Oh, I hate the gum chewing thing. So dumb. Yeah. yeah. By the way, love her to death. Mm-hmm. Great teacher, and uh, she's she's a phenomenal human being. But she would give you detention for chewing gum in class. I got caught chewing gum in that class three times. Never got one, by the way. So I don't know if it was just to certain students or what. But I would just get told to spit it out. I actually got told about uh, there was a teacher that got in trouble when I was in middle school who would make the kid spit the gum into a jar. Ooh. And then they would have to take out another one of the pieces. If you want to chew gum, that's what you're going to be chewing. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, that, that didn't happen in Pierre, but we heard about it. Oh, goodness. So I'm just going to make the kid miss the bus home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep them long what enough if? to make them miss the bus. You're watching the what bus pull away. I'm going to make their parent come and get them. Like drive 10 miles to the school and get their child. As the bus is pulling away, you say yeah. your detention's done. No, seriously. Yeah, that's what some <laughs> teachers will do. I'm not kidding, dude. I'm not kidding. There, I never got a detention in middle school or high school, by the way. That's because you were a goody two-shoes. I, well, my mom. I'm going to be honest, Dustin. I'm going to be honest, Dustin. As a parent, I think I'd rather have you have sit on the concrete. Make <laughs> you don't have a miss a bus? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm making it a hassle for you. If your kid's going to be a butthole in, in school, <laughs> I'm making them miss the bus. Oh, the whooping they're going to get when they get home. They're going to be sitting on pavement when they get home. <laughs> That's well, going to be worse punishment than the teacher gave. All right. All right. Oh, you, you, you'd be a snitch at that point. <laughs> oh, kids kids in there like, don't let me miss the bus. Don't let me miss the bus. And Dustin's like, too late. And then the next day, you yeah. got child protective services. I'm like looking out the window with binoculars on, like checking to see if the bus is left yet. <laughs> bus is gone. The kid's like crying because they're like, dad's going to get the switch. <laughs> yeah. And then where's the kid supposed to go? Because he's not staying in my classroom after I let him out. So good luck. He's going. He's he's apparently going to foster care. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Child protectors picking him up and taking him to a different school. <laughs> and you're gonna have a stepmom, and then you just started a whole new scenario. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't get stuck. That'd be bad. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll let you two go. Tony, we appreciate the time, man. You're the goat. Of um, course, of course. Keep keep doing your thing. Proud of you, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Oh, of, of course. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. Sounds Thanks good. Thanks for coming on the pod, man. Short stack. Don't get lost on the way home. No problem. All right. Good we'll boys. see you guys. See ya. Yeah. Always good to hear from uh, short stack. And then now to finally meet. Well, you finally got to hear from Tony Fitness for the first time. Dream come true. He was he was great, by the way. He was. He you was were telling f- me he's kind of shy a little bit, but he was he was on. He was on it today. He was I on it today. That. Even poking some fun. I liked it. We love it. We love it. Let's get into our, uh, well, it's kind of a new topic for us. It's not goaded, but it's overrated this yes, time, Jackson. We came here for the controversy on our first day back in the studio together. So instead of goaded, 
which is always a fun topic, we're going to go with overrated. We're going to put in a little negative spin on it. We're going to uh, get nasty today. I want to get a little nasty with it. So the first topic, do you got yours ready for overrated? You yeah, ready? mine's Hardee's. For a fast food restaurant, what is your most overrated? You say Hardee's? Yeah. Slash Carl's Jr.? Yeah. I Listen, I've had Hardee's once or twice. We don't really have a lot of Hardee's around Nebraska. I love Hardee's. Um, it's okay, but I just I expected it to be a little better. It is cheap. Very it cheap. Is. The I, price I, is better than McDonald's. Love right that. Now. So, I mean, you take the price consideration into the taste, and it's maybe not as bad as what I'm, you know, coming off as here, but... Um, I would say Hardee's. I I thought their their burger could have been a little better. I thought in okay. the the fries, the curly fries just didn't match up to Arby's. I feel like the Arby's curly fries are definitely better. Is so underrated. In my yeah, opinion. no, I'm with you there. A lot of people hate Arby's on Twitter. It's like hating Nickelback. It's like the a lot trendy people, thing to do. Right. A lot of people hate Nickelback because the internet told them to. Yeah. The only thing I hate more than people hating on Arby's on Twitter is NBA Twitter. Yeah. I hate NBA. We Twitter. hate NBA Twitter. <laughs> What's so, yours? My oh, I'm coming for the West Coast baby. Uh oh. In and Out Burger. <laughs> in and Out Burger is the most overrated fast food restaurant. And here and I'm gonna oh I'm just I'm coming. I'm coming for this. I'm gearing myself up, stretching. There's a there is so many people who compare In and Out and Whataburger. I don't know if you've had either of them. Whataburger I've is I've had I've had both, yeah. Whataburger is miles ahead of in and out. I agree. Miles ahead. And you know who else is ahead of uh, In and Out? Jack in the Box is ahead of In and Out. I love Jack in the Box. Wendy's is ahead of In and Out. Culver's is ahead of In and Out. Culver's. Oh, no. Culver's is like it's top tier it's top. underrated. It's up there with Whataburger. It's up there with Whataburger. Um, uh, I, I, so many Hardee's is better than In and Out. <laughs> and I know you just got done telling me how much you don't like Hardee's. No, I actually, you know what? I do like Hardee's. I, I thought it was going to be a little better, but um, I'm actually going to change my answer after you're done. I, I'm pretty much just going to name a bunch of burger joints. Jack in the Box is also underrated, but In-N-Out is so overrated. I went to In-N-Out in Arizona. So we were in Arizona last summer, and uh, we were in Phoenix, and we went to Jack in the Box when we first got there. It was delicious. We had Jack in the Box again in Hawaii. Again, delicious. Um, went to Whataburger. Their spicy ketchup is phenomenal. Their burgers are phenomenal. It's just a good place. The A&W is also better than In-N-Out. Um, and then we went to In-N-Out, and I was so jacked. I'd never had In-N-Out before, and I went. Cheese ain't even melted on the burger. The burger tastes like I got it from, like, just like a snack bar at some random bowling alley. Not the bowling alley here. The bowling alley here Oh, slaps. they're a dub. They're a dub. But, like, any, like, you know, the bun's kind of, eh. It's and too much bun for the patty. Right. The cheese ain't melted on it. In-N-Out is so vastly overrated. It's absurd that anyone even put them in the same tier as Culver's, Whataburger, or Jack in the Box, or Wendy's, or anything like that. In-N-Out stinks. To everybody on the West Coast who tells me it's the best, Get cultured. It stinks. Get cultured. Mine, I actually changed my answer. I have a Hardee's cup in front of me, by the way. You so do. We I don't, don't want to throw shit. I feel, like, I feel like I was a little harsh on Hardee's. It's not It's not bad. I would go back again mm-hmm. and eat, you know. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Hardee's is actually, you know, halfway decent to what I'm about to say. White Castle is horrible. I've never been to White Castle. Horrible. It's not The good. worst. The worst. Oh, yeah. Their burgers are like the little slider things. Oh, like. Yeah. Um, they don't taste good. I'm not a big onion guy. I didn't know that they put onion on the little sliders. I thought mm-hmm. that it was just little so plain burgers. Hardy's it's used not. to have good sliders, man. Hardy's and used to have uh, yeah, no white. I had White Castle in Vegas, and White Castle is the worst. A lot of people were talking it up. I said this is horrible. It's this is the worst. In and out, though, man. I just can't believe people even put that into the t- top tier. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, I, I, I honestly didn't take a look at these overrated topics till just now, and I know why you put the second one. You better not say what I think you're going to say because I'm going to absolutely smoke you. You're pulling up his stats right now? I, I don't even want to. No, I'm not. I, okay. I'm pulling up my guy. But anyway, oh, introduce okay. the topic. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I know who your guy is. You probably don't. Oh, no? No. Introduce the so, topic. So, um, yeah, no, this, ne- this next topic is quarterback. Uh, I, I feel bad. So there's actually a story behind this. I need to pull up the YouTube video. We'll post on our Twitter at Outside Scoop Pod if I can find it. Um, it was of me and community college. I ran this show on cable television called Hawk Takes. And in our community college, we're the Northeast Community College Hawks. And um, 
we had this segment on, I think it was when Alex Smith was in Kansas City coming. No, I don't remember where he was at. San Francisco? No, it would have been Kansas City if you were in Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Um, He was coming off an an injury, and this kid I was on uh, the show with, he goes, Alex Smith is the most underrated quarterback in in NFL history. I wouldn't say the most, but he's he's very underrated. And I literally, my eyes just blew up. I was like, what'd you just say? And at that time, Alex Smith was kind not a not a big, big name, but he had some he had some, I mean, he had some traction. Yeah. He had some traction. And if uh, he would have had better coaching in San Fran, he'd probably be a Hall of Now player. looking back on his career, it wasn't a bad take, but at the time, oh my God, horrid, horrible mm-hmm. take. And like my my eyes just lit up, and I go Alex Smith. <laughs> but um, most overrated quarterback for me, I if you even say his name, I'm gonna, gonna go Tannehill. Okay, okay. I don't like Tan. I don't of like all Tannehill. time. You think Tannehill? Yeah. Okay. I, I like to give you okay. crap about Aaron Rodgers and you know this and but that. He's but he's a surefire but I, Hall of Famer, and he deserves it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm with you there. He does deserve it. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a good quarterback. My go-to is going to be Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I don't think he makes the Tennessee Titans better. Um, he's lucky Henry's his running back. Okay. So. so I've already made people mad on the West Coast, probably with my slander of in and out And now I'm about to slander a East Coast legend. This is the thing. They're, you can look at, like, 70s quarterbacks and say they're overrated just because they weren't in a passing offense most of the time. Like Terry Bradshaw, who's a very good quarterback. Fran Targenton, very good quarterback. But they, they weren't pass first, so they're obviously not going to put up the stats that today's guys like Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes put up. Here you go. You ready for this one? Okay. Joe Namath. Joe I, Namath I actually agree with this. Joe Namath, is ter- his stats are terrible. Like, I'm not going to pull any punches here. He has a worse quarterback rating than guys like Akili Smith and Ryan Leaf. This guy stunk. And even for the even for the era where it was not pass first, here is some good stuff for you. This man led the league in interceptions four times. In 1966, Joe Namath threw, threw 19 touchdowns to 27 interceptions. He had 27, 28, 22, 28. In his career touchdown to interception ratio, 173 touchdowns, 220 on interceptions. This guy... Was so this guy rode the coattails of guaranteeing a Super Bowl victory so hard, like he and he and he wasn't even he really for his time was not even good. This guy he, I've never I don't know how you can have a guy who they truly believe this guy is just an incredible incredible player. His weighted career a um, value is two hundred twelfth overall since nineteen sixty. Um, he was a five-time Pro Bowler. Doesn't really mean much to me. He's a Hall of Famer. Doesn't really mean much to me when you look at his stats. He is so overrated, it hurts. It hurts when people talk about Joe Namath being a top-tier of all-time quarterback. Because he played in an era with Johnny Unitas, Bart Starr, Roger Staubach. Those guys were heads above better than him. He's, he's not good. Never was good. My honorary mention, Brett Favre. You you I, I don't know if you're gonna like that or not. His decision making was not all that great. But but for three years in a row, he was the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Three time MVP. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with y'all, and he was good. Um, but it he played at balls to the wall. He football. threw a lot of interceptions. He man. did throw. He, he threw. Th- the he most made a lot of bonehead decisions as a quarterback. He, but he his. Flair for I'm gonna do what I need to do to win. What Super Bowl was it where he choked with a minute to go? Had a chance to win the game. Uh, Broncos. Four uh, and out. Four and out. It would have been the Broncos. And this is the funny part is I love when the Vikings get our our sloppy seconds. <laughs> I love it. Talking about Ryan Longwell, they get Brett Favre and they're like, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. And what happens? He throws an interception in the NFC Championship game, and I go, see, this is exactly what it was. But I don't think Brett Favre is overrated necessarily he's not one of the most overrated I I, th- I think he's one of the top of all time but I can understand where he's not in the same realm of an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady just an honorary mention yeah not not most overrated but Joe Namath stinks <laughs> I, I'm I actually agree with you let's I move agree on with you. 
Let's Last see. one. Last overrated topic. What is the most overrated TV show? Ooh. Ooh, go, you go first. I got to think on this one. Oh, man. This is why I, I'm bringing all the smoke today. Oh. The Office. The Office is the most overrated TV show of all time. The Office does the mockumentary setup, and they don't do it as well as Parks and Recreation. Now, people are going to come at me and say that's not true, but it is true. Uh, the Office, also, one thing that really just blows my mind, it's like Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter, by the way, but pe- um, people are, make it part of their identity. They're like, oh, I love The Office. The Office is the best show that's ever been made, and it's my favorite show of all time, and it's part of my personality now. But The Office, to me, it's like, it's not, the storyline isn't all that great. The Jim and Pam love story is so overrated. It's not one of the best love stories that there is in a sitcom even necessarily in TV. It's just, it just, I don't know. I, and again, I like The Office. I do. I'm not, this is going to be the first overrated thing that I don't say it stinks. <laughs> uh, I do like The Office. I've been entertained by it. I've watched it a few times through, but overall it's kind of like to me, yeah, it's good, but it's not something to me like I'm sitting here with it up in my realm of Scrubs, Seinfeld, Community, some of my all-time favorites. But I, I would say The Office is, it's all right. It's all right. It's good. Has a lot of memorable moments, a lot of great, great, great scenes. But, I mean, when it comes to the whole storyline and how, how people are obsessed with it, it's, it's very overrated. A lot of people aren't going to like this one. I really don't have a reason other than I just can't get into the show. Like, mm-hmm. I, I probably should give it another shot. Um, I don't think Friends is funny. Oh, that... Thank you. That was the other one I wanted to bring up. Friends is not funny. Like, at all. Fr- people say Friends is like the original sitcom. That's why they didn't really need to have, like, the different... It, it's it's, 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 it. it's just it's, bland. It's bland. Just, the Office is the Friends of the modern era. Friends wanted to be Seinfeld. Friends Sorry. want... They wish they could be Seinfeld. They wish they, I don't even think they tried to be Seinfeld. Seinfeld did its own thing. But Friends, I will say, you are right. It is vastly overrated. I don't think we're going to have any viewers left on this podcast we might after not. this. We're bashing the office. We're, we're bashing. <laughs> we're bashing friends. I, but I agree. Friends is incredibly, incredibly overrated. Um, and again, it's one of those shows I can put on in the background. I'll laugh. But it's not like I think it's the most. And that's another one where people make it a part of their identity. Love friends. Some people have. I know people who have friends tattoos. I'd get a scrubs tattoo. Would you? Yeah, but Scrubs is better than Friends. I'd get a Yellowstone tattoo. I've never watched Yellowstone. I hear it's good. Though. You gotta watch. It. I, Maybe uh, we should watch an episode in cowboy hats. In cowboy hats and aviators, and, and just cracking open a good Bud Light Celsius. Bush Light, yeah, I dig, <laughs> I dig. So as you guys can tell, I I'm now on the chopping block because I ripped Joe Namath, uh, Friends, The Office, and uh, In and Out Burger all. Today. And you also wanted Children to Flex. In front of Tony <laughs> not, so not you, my. Not my greatest moment. I'll be knocking on doors <laughs> later for y'all to let you know I'm in the neighborhood. This was a good podcast, I think. I think so. You think so? I think we, so. We went a little long, but uh, it was definitely worth it to have Tony Fitness on and Short Stack at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Short Stack is a comedian, but you see, he's proud of his boy. He is. Proud of his boy. He is. Even when we stopped recording for a second, he was like, you know what? I'm proud of that kid. And one tear dropped from his eye. I started crying. That's why I have the aviators on That's why you got the aviators on. It's been an emotional roller coaster today. Because he's back in the office with me. That's why. (laughs) Absolutely. Remind the people once again how they can get involved with Outside Scoop. We'll wrap things up. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a call. 605-224-8686. We'll integrate your brand with our brand. We'll We'll get you a commercial during the pod. We'll get you reads during the pod. We'll get you reads on our stations. KGFX, The Eagle, KPLO, KMLO for our friends up in the Mobridge area and the uh, River 92.7. We'll get you, we'll get it popping. We'll have some fun. Get your brand integrated with ours. Once again, 605-224-8686. Or if you don't want to talk to me, if you're intimidated, just send me an email. Jackson Bruce at dakotaradiogroup.com. We love it. We love it. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Outside Scoop Podcast. We'll see you on Wednesday. Y'all have a good one. Be safe. And don't, don't drive a horse and buggy intoxicated. And don't ask kids to flex. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time.